0: the great and glorious
1: Paige! Thanks, Simon, for that really scary intro. Great. I'm so excited to be here this morning after our outreach session yesterday. Who had fun yesterday? Yeah. 700 people experienced something of Jesus yesterday in Norfolk. I'm just totally blown away. Um... So just before we start, my name's Paige, for anyone who hasn't seen me or met me yet. um, I am 20 years old, and um, (laughs) I'm originally from Worthing, which is on the south coast of England. Um, But in October last year, I moved to Norfolk to be the first ever outreach boot camp intern. Um, So that means I was a responsible adult where you are last year, and I took a group of young people out. And um, that was just the most amazing experience and God transformed my life. And I've had the craziest year seeing people healed and saved and I even, probably my favorite moment of the year was when I got to um, pray a prayer with a prisoner in prison um, as he gave his life to Jesus. And um, I don't know where he is now, but I know God is looking after him. So it's been a crazy year. Um, And I think it's worth mentioning that there will be an opportunity for one of you guys to do the same as um, I did last year. Um, You'll be working with me and with Rob really closely. And um, we'll talk about that more tomorrow, but just so that it's on your mind um, as I speak today and as we go on the streets. So I have seen lots of people healed and um, some people saved, which has been amazing. But a couple of weeks ago, I went out into Attleboro, which is where I live, to do some outreach. And I was terrified. <laughs> I was like, I just don't want to do this today. And um, I just, I don't know why, I was just completely terrified. And um, I took someone with me um, and we were going to go together. And I was just like, I just don't want to do this today. I'm just scared. And um, even though I've seen, um, I've seen God do some really cool stuff on the streets, I was still scared. And I'd already told my outreach partner that I wanted to pray for people with sticks. Um, I just really had that on my heart. And so it just took so much courage that day to just walk up to that first person um, and say, do you have any pain or sickness in your body today? Um, and do you know what? I got rejected like six times in a row, um, even after that like first bit of courage. And I just sat on this wall and I was like, I'm just done for today. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And my outreach partner was sitting next to me on this wall. And um, then this guy on a scooter came literally zooming towards us. And I was like, okay, this is my opportunity. I'm going to go for it again. I'm going to go for it. And he came zooming across, and he had a stick in his hand. So I was like, okay, okay. And then I totally bailed out once again. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. And I looked at my outreach partner, expecting her to say, oh, never mind, next time. But she was like, run after him. (laughs) So I ran. I did. I ran after this guy who was literally zooming on this scooter. I probably looked like a crazy person. And I definitely wouldn't suggest running after people (laughs) in the street. Please don't do that. Um, But I did. I ran after this guy. And I stopped him. And I asked him the miracle question. And um, he, like, he didn't answer the question straight away, but we chatted for a really long time in the street. And it turns out this guy had Parkinson's disease. Um, and for anyone who doesn't know what that is, it's, it's awful. It's a horrible thing for anyone to have to go through. And he couldn't speak properly and he couldn't walk, hence the scooter and the stick. And um, he was just telling us about all these awful things that had happened to him in his life. And we just listened to him for a really long time, just in the high street. And um, I asked him again, look, I believe in a God who of love who loves you. If he could do a miracle for you, what would it be? And he said, I want God to cure me. So I was like, let's pray. And I put my hand on his shoulder and I, pray- I honestly prayed the best prayer that I could muster up. And I was like, God, you're, you, you're going to have to do this, like this is the moment. This is the moment. He's going to get healed. And I was like, full faith, this guy's going to start speaking properly. He's going to get up out of his scooter and be able to walk properly. I was like, this is the moment. But he didn't get healed right there. And um, it would have been super easy to be so disappointed in that moment, wouldn't it? Um, But then he started crying like in the street. He was just so emotional and he said thank you so much thank you for taking the time to listen to me and to pray for me and this guy experienced the love of Jesus right in the high street of Attleborough, which is really tiny and um, that was a major success let me say when we go for Jesus and we step out like we've already heard this week that is success whether people get healed or not we've done everything that God has asked us to do. So that's my number one point that I want you to take away from today. Obedience is success. Turn to the person next to you and say, obedience is success. Amazing. Is anyone a little bit scared about approaching people again today? Yeah. Okay. Well, we can relate. All the team can relate. Um, But we're just going to spend some time focusing on Jesus this morning um, and just looking to him. So um, I'm just going to pray before we start. Is that all right? Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. Thank you that you have new mercies for us every day. Thank you that you are with us, you're amongst us, that your Holy Spirit is within us and that he gives us power and authority. Thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross for each and every one of us in this room and um, you, you are risen from the dead. Thank you, Jesus, that you are alive, and that is the truth that we are basing all of this on today, and we just pray that you would come in power, Holy Spirit, as we go out again, um, and I pray that you would just be with us in this seminar, in Jesus' name. Excellent. So today we're talking about healing. Um, did anyone pray for healing yesterday on the streets? Amazing. Um, did anyone get healed last night in the meeting? Whoa, that's really amazing. So there's something to build your faith on today. God is healing. Um, And so I'm going to do a really quick why and how should we pray for the sick today. Um, Hopefully it's going to be super simple, nothing like mind-blowing, but actually it is super mind-blowing because Jesus is real, he's alive, and he's healing people today, and he will do it today when we go out. So Jesus says in Mark 16... Go into all the world and proclaim the gospel to the whole of creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons, they will speak in new tongues, they will pick up serpents with their hands, and if they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick, and they will recover." If you believe in Jesus this morning, you will lay your hands on the sick and see them healed. That's a promise. How amazing is that? What an incredible promise. Who, who loves Jesus? Yeah, if we believe in him, we'll lay our hands on the sick and see them healed. That's just incredible. Um, and you might seriously think, I actually have no idea how to pray for healing. Well, the good news is Jesus has given himself as an example for us. Um, and we love Jesus. So, can anyone think of any ways that Jesus heals people in the Bible? Just shout, just shout them out. Yeah. So he um, touches a leper, and um, he gets healed. Anything else? Yeah. Yeah. He puts mud. He spits in a mud ball and puts it on someone's eyes. Anything else? Yep, yep. So he um, tells people to get up and walk, and they walk. So I've, got, I've written down some of the things that I can think of that Jesus does um, and the ways that he heals. So faith, touch, oil, words of command, one-word deliverance, go, um, fingers in ears, um, spit in the eyes, spit on the tongue, um, edge of his cloak, um, mud balls, um, and shadows and cloths and there's all sorts of things. I think hanging out with Jesus at that time must have been like really crazy and you might have been a bit on edge, like, what is he going to do next? After he's spat on someone's tongue, it's like, okay, well, I've seen it all now. <laughs> um, and believe it or not, we're going to be modelling ourselves on Jesus today. Um, <laughs> um, sadly, I'm going to say, please don't spit in someone's eye. Um, I know you could probably think of someone you might want to put in there, right? But um, don't. (laughs) Um, We're going to keep it super simple, and um, we're going to stick with faith, touch, and words of command. Great. So all we're going to be doing today is super simple, is asking people two questions, even less than the miracle question, which is super simple. Um, All we're going to be doing is asking people, excuse me, can I ask you a question? Just like yesterday. And um, the second question is, do you have any pain or sickness in your body today? And then just see what the Holy Spirit does. So it's going to be fun. So why do we pray for the sick? I've just got four reasons that I could think of um, that um, we should pray for the sick. Um, We're going to be doing a lot of that today, so we want to know why we're doing it. Um, Number one, Jesus asks us to. Um, we already heard him say, go, in the verse I shared earlier. Um, and if we love Jesus, which you all just put your hands up saying it like you do, then we want to obey him in this way. If he's asked us to do something, we want to we do that, don't we? Number two, um, it's actually God's desire to heal people today. And uh, he loves to work through us, um, praying for people, laying hands on them. Um, and yes, his desire... Number three, healing is a sign of what's to come. So when someone gets healed, it's like um, God reveals himself to them and it's like pointing them to Jesus. Like he's coming back one day and there's going to be a day when there's going to be no more pain or sickness or mourning or crying. It's like pointing forwards towards him. And my number four reason is compassion. Um, Matthew 14.4 says, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed their sick. So the way in that instance that Jesus shows his compassion for people is, for, is by healing them. So we want to follow him in doing that. And it's a really beautiful thing to see someone um, get healed when they've had like a pain or a sickness for so long. Um, A few weeks ago, I was doing a talk on evangelism somewhere, and my mentor encouraged me to just go out and um, give it a go again and to keep fresh in my gifting. Um, And normally when I go out, I ask the Holy Spirit, where do you want me to go today? And on this particular day, he said, the courtyard. And it wasn't like a big booming voice or anything. I just had a sense that I should go there. And um, so I went into the courtyard, which is a small coffee shop where I live, And I went, I ordered my nice lunch and piece of cake and sat down. And shortly afterwards, a lady came in and sat down on the table next to me. And um, I just made a comment about the weather, which, um, if you know me, I do that all the time to start conversations with British people um, because we love talking about it. So I said, oh, isn't it a lovely day today? And she said, yeah, it is. I'd love to be gardening outside. Um, and we chatted a bit more and uh, she told me all about her family and um, then she said, yeah, I really would love to just be outside gardening. I'd love to roll some pastry, make a nice thing for my husband um, but I can't because I've got arthritis in my hands um, and it's just too painful. I just I haven't been able to do it for years. So I said... Um, Pauline is her name. I said, Pauline, I really hope you don't mind me um, asking you this. But um, I've seen um, people healed sometimes. And I believe in a God who heals and he loves to heal. Could I pray for your hands? Would that be all right? And she said, yeah, go for it. So I put my hands on her hands. And I prayed a really short, simple prayer, um, commanding the pain to go, commanding the arthritis out of her body. And um, that was it. And I didn't really think much of it. Um, after that but she was going like this with her hands and um, I said what's happening and she said does it happen really quickly does healing happen really quickly and I said yeah sometimes why what's going on and she said I haven't been able to bend my fingers for like 10 years pretty much and God healed her instantly went from pain of 9 out of 10 to 0 instantly how amazing is that yeah so Jesus cares about the people that we're meeting. He cares about the things that they love. And he wants to break in. And it's a really, really beautiful thing. So I've briefly talked about why we pray for the sick. Now let's just get really practical. Um, I'm a really practical person. Um, so how, how do we pray for healing? And before we start, like the, I'm going to do a demo. Um, I just want to say that we are ambassadors for Jesus. And you already know that. Um, But everywhere we go, we represent him. Um, And every person that we speak to should, um, well, yeah, we're representing him. Um, So we need to be peaceful and loving and kind and dignifying, just like Jesus was. Because he was a really um, dignifying, truly loving person. So I want you to do everything that you're going to do today through that lens of just um, dignity and peace um, and gentleness. I actually find um, most people that I speak to really notice the the peace in me. I don't really particularly feel very peaceful, but um, we kind of have a bit of a running joke in the office <laughs> about how many people say, "Oh, you're really peaceful. What is that about?" And I just think it's so powerful. And um, I tend to really underestimate that. So just be just be people of peace. Um, Jesus was also really full of the Holy Spirit. Um, and that means we can be really full of the Holy Spirit. Um, so, that's my, so my number one thing I wanted you to, to take away was obedience is success. My number two thing is we need to rely on the Holy Spirit. Turn to the person next to you and say, rely on the Holy Spirit. Excellent. Right, um, I've asked two very lovely volunteers to help me do a demo. So would you please come up? Would that be all right? Give him a round of applause. Okay, so can you remind me of your names, please? Jacob. Jacob and... Beatrice. And Beatrice, lovely to have you. So Beatrice is going to be the person that Jacob and I are going to um, approach, and we're going to ask if um, she wants any healing. So, um... The reason I've got Jacob here is that I always want you to go in pairs. Never go by yourself. That might seem like an obvious thing, um, but just, yeah, always go in pairs. So as I said earlier, we're asking people two questions. So all you're going to do is walk up to the person that you're going to ask and say, excuse me, can I ask you a question? great she said yes fantastic we're in but um, just worth mentioning if anyone says no at any point that's absolutely fine um, please don't take it personally it's not a rejection of you they might just be busy just like Steph said yesterday they might be busy or at any point in your conversation they don't they don't want to be prayed for they don't want to continue anymore just be super gentle and say it was really fantastic to meet you have an amazing day cool is that cool but Beatrice said yes. So um, I'm going to then ask her my second question. Do you have any pain or sickness in your body today?
2: Yeah, I have lower back pain here.
1: Okay, so she's got lower back pain. Um, right, we're gonna, um, I'm going to suggest that we lay hands today. Steph said that that's um, not necessary, and I don't think it's necessary either. Um, but Jesus liked to lay hands on people, and the disciples liked to. Um, so... Later on, we're going to be doing that. So I'm going to say, how long have you had that back pain for, Beatrice?
2: About two years.
1: About two years. And right now, um, on a scale of one to ten, how um, bad would you say the pain is right now? Seven. About a seven. Okay. Well, um, my name's Paige, and this is my friend Jacob. And we're Christians. And we believe in a God of love who loves to heal people Could we pray for you right now? Would that be okay with you? Yes, sir. Excellent. We're in. Um, So now I'm going to ask her, um, would it be all right if um, I just put my hand gently on your back while I pray? Would that be okay? Okay. Yep. So on the back is an appropriate place, right? But we all need to know that we need to put it in an appropriate place. If it was on her face, I'm not going to say, can I put my hand on your face while I pray for you? That's just an inappropriate place. So I repeat, appropriate place, okay? (laughs) Um, And if you're not sure, a shoulder is always really great um, to pray for people. You can just say, would you mind if I put my hand on your shoulder while I pray? Um, But again, it's not necessary. Um, So if you're worried about that, don't worry about it. So Beatrice has said, yes, we can lay hands. So um, Beatrice, I'm just going to put my hand gently on your back while I pray. Um, Is that okay? Great. Father, I just want to thank you for Beatrice. I thank you that you love her, that it's no accident that we met her today. Um, And I just command this back pain to go right now in the name of Jesus. Um, We we command the pain to go and um, we ask healing to come right now. Amen. How do you feel, Beatrice? Different. <laughs> <they> different? Yeah. <laughs> so has the pain gone down? Um, has it gone completely? Yeah, it feels much better. Much better. Amazing. And then we can celebrate all together that God has healed her. <laughs> Excellent. You can sit down now. <laughs> Give them a round of applause. <clears throat> Excellent. So I hope that was kind of clear. Um, when we're praying for healing, there's absolutely no need to use any fancy words, no Christian words, sanctification, justification, no need for it. Um, just pray simple, commanding prayers. So when we look at how the disciples and Jesus prayed for healing in the Bible, they never go, please, God, would you heal this person? They never do that. And that's because Jesus has given us the authority to command pain and sickness and diseases to go in the name of Jesus. So I want you to um, do your very best to resist, like, asking God to heal someone and pleading. Um, because it's like asking your boss to do something when he's already given you the authority to do it. Um, so that's what we're going to be doing today. And um, just when you're praying, be really gentle. Pray for them by name. Um, I hope you noticed that i said Beatrice quite a lot. It's really nice when someone remembers your name. And again, just being really friendly and gentle. Okay. Okay. And also keep your eyes open while you're praying. Um, We don't want to look like proper weirdos. And we also don't want to speak in tongues, like, right in their ear. Can you imagine if, like, you've agreed for someone to pray for you and then they come up behind you and they're like, No, thanks. I'm off. Um, I definitely wouldn't want someone doing that. Um, Okay, and I hope you could see that that was super easy. Um, There's, yeah, it's not complicated um okay sometimes people get healed instantly and that is incredible and we can celebrate with them and that is a prime opportunity to say do you know what Jesus loves you he's the one who's healed you today um, and he died on the cross for you and he's risen from the dead and he wants you to know him and you can even show them the picture that you got from yesterday. You can use all the skills you learned yesterday in that moment. Um, we really want people to experience healing, but really their deepest need is to know him and is to have eternal life. So that's what we, we're really aiming for. Some people are partially healed. So Beatrice might have said, it's gone from like a seven to a four, And then you can celebrate and you can say, I'm so pleased that you're not in as much pain anymore. Um, We can pray for you again if you would like. And just be prepared to pray as many times as they want you to pray. And um, yes, you can celebrate with them. Uh, Sometimes people have no sign of healing. So like the guy in the story I told you earlier, he had no sign of healing whatsoever. And please don't be disappointed. Um, The Lord is in control. Jesus has risen from the dead. It's it's good news always. And in that instance, you can say, do you know what? We're still learning. We're still learning how to pray for healing. That definitely doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. He loves you. And he sent us here to talk to you. And he sent his son to die for you and to give you everything that you need um, to satisfy you for life and eternal life. Again, it's a really prime like, opportunity to share the gospel with them. And I've got some magical cards um, for you to give out. Oh, thanks. So I've made these especially for you guys. Um, And on these cards, it says, it was great to meet you. I should have put it up on a slide. um, But on here, it just says who we are. And it says, if you heard the gospel today, if you were healed and you want to get in touch with a local church, email this email that's on there and we'll get um we'll get you connected in with a local church leader and it also says we would love to hear about what God has done um for you today and it it gives them the same email address and they can tell us then if they've been healed later on because sometimes people do they go away and over the next 15 minutes, 2 hours, 3 weeks um they might get healed then God likes to do that sometimes um and so they can email that email and we would be, of course, we would be delighted to hear from them, wouldn't it? So that gives you something um, to give to them afterwards so that we can connect with them. Okay. If people want to give you money for stuff, sometimes people want to give you money or a gift or a donation. We're not about that. Um, we're about Jesus. And um, you can even tell them about the gift of eternal life or God's gift of love and what, however you want to go with that. And just to repeat, just be super gentle and lovely. Um, people kind of can't resist you when you're gentle and smiley and sweet. Um, they love it. <laughs> um, okay. I don't think I've got anything else to say. Just Let's just do a reminder of the things um, I want you to take away from today. Number one, obedience is success. Number two, rely on the Holy Spirit. Um, and my number three point is um, just remember to command the sickness away. Um, and don't beg. Absolutely. Does it say that on there? Yes. Great. Um, let's remember that it's God's deep desire to heal people today. Um, he is healing people all around this campsite. Um, and let's go and take some risks and see some miracles. I'm super excited. I hope you're super excited. Um, I can't believe five people gave their lives to Jesus yesterday. I just can't get over that excitement. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And more, Lord. Great. I think we're going to share some stories now. Is that right?
3: Um, Just a story to reiterate really the second point, that it doesn't depend as much on us as we think. Um, I normally go and do my reading in a cafe Um, every week and I I normally when I'm you know holy um, say Lord I'm going to this cafe today I'd love to talk to people um, about you and and minister to them Um, but one day I I sort of wasn't in the mood so I didn't say that to the Lord um, because I had a lot of work to do and I thought well Lord I don't want to be interrupted today I've got so much reading to do it would be a bit of a shame so I went to this cafe where normally I'm I make myself very available to the Lord and um, I sat. I ended up having to sit on a large table, which had a lot of space on it. And I sat down and I read all these books about healing. And um, three ladies sat on the end of the bench, and I was like, "Oh no!" And um, then I could see they were looking at what I was reading and interested in it. And I was thinking, "I really need to do my reading." And I could see that I could just see their interest was piqued. And then eventually, they interrupted me <laughs> while I was reading, and they said, "Oh, what are you reading?" Oh, you know, just books about um, healing. I'm I'm a pastor of a a leader of a church. Are you? Oh, I'm I'm not very. um, I'm I'm not sure I can believe in in that. I've not really got much faith. I've got too many questions. I thought, oh, go on then. So I said, um, all right. Um, Well, you know, would you would you believe in God? You know, if you saw a miracle. Yeah. well would you believe in God if you'd come here and you were sick today and I prayed for you and you got healed and then the other one went well you can pray for me boy (laughs) And I went oh all right then um how much pain are you in out of 10 10 I've got a terrible back I'm I'm in pain out of 10 okay now at this point, I did not really have very much faith. If I was to quantify my faith, I would say it was the smallest of seeds. <laughs> and um, and, I, and, I, and I, I said to this woman, oh, okay. Um, and I'd been reading all these books about healing, so it was pretty fresh in my mind. So I you know, asked her how much pain she was in, and then I prayed for her. And I just said, um, in the name of Jesus Christ, I command this pain to go. And it was quite funny because it was in a cafe so you could tell everyone was listening and um she she went it's gone i went what's gone <laughs> the pain is gone wow i, I, I was i wasn't expecting that and then the other woman went well you can pray for me now and I said, well, what's wrong with you? She said, well, I've got this really bad back. I've got this problem where with the with bit of my back is basically in the wrong place and it needs to move, but it's not moving. And she said, um, I'm not in pain right now, but as soon as I do anything, I'd be in really bad pain. And I said, well, we might, we might, might not know whether you, um, you, you'll be healed um, then, but let's pray and just see what happens. Maybe you'll feel something when I pray. So I, I pray for her. In the name of Jesus, I command this back to move into the right place. And she went, oh, something's moved in my back. I went, really? And then I turned to the woman who'd, who, who didn't ask for healing, but I'd had, had the conversation with And I went, well, there you go. Um, you said you believe. And I, to be honest, I knew that she didn't expect something to happen there. And then when she said that, and she looked totally terrified <laughs> that this had come upon her. And I hadn't been expecting it. It had just been forced on me. And, um, and um, we got into a great conversation. And I just finished by saying to her, look, I said, do you know there were, there was a, have you ever heard the story of the ten lepers? And she said, no, I had not heard that. I said, well, once Jesus prayed for ten people who had leprosy, and they all got healed, but only one of them came back to, to thank him. And I said, you know, Jesus is very kind. He'll heal people regardless of whether they come back and thank him or believe in him. And I said, you, you guys have been healed today. You know, now you've got a choice. You can be like the nine lepers that go off and don't thank Jesus, or you can be like the one that comes back and thanks him. And um, I left it like that. And um, it just struck me that it wasn't really about my f- how much faith I had. <laughs> it was just the mustard seed. You know, like, I think, especially when it comes to um, doing out, praying for the sick out there in the world, um, all that really is required is the amount of faith that's required to offer. That's faith. You know, that is faith. Just offering and going, well, I went with it. All right, then that's enough, that's enough. Jesus can work with a mustard seed. I gather that's quite a small seed. Now, we're going to hear a story about healing from yesterday, I gather.
4: Hey, so can I ask Romilly and Emily to come up? Very similar names. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Cool, so this is the pre-healing seminar. Um, They're already eager to see people healed yesterday. So I just asked them to come and... Share their experience, really. So I'll just give it to you. So I was quite scared to pray for people to be healed because people have prayed for me to get healed and I've just got worse every time. So I was quite scared that I might end up killing someone or something. To be perfectly honest. <laughs> so Shannon prayed that you know I'll be able to keep a cool head and that we'll be able to pray for people and everything will go well. So me and Emily were going. And we saw this lady who wanted to pray for, but she was walking too fast, so, you know, we didn't chase her. But then she turned round to come back because she'd left her walking stick in the bank. So she stopped and leant against the wall a couple of meters away from us. And we went over to her and we were talking to her with the whole miracle question and everything. And she said that her legs were hurting, so we asked to pray for her. And one of the things I said was, I pray that she'll be able to walk, run, whatever she wants to do. Then when I finished, she looked at me so sceptically and said, I'm 88, I'm not going to be able to run. Then she continued walking, and Emily said she heard her say that it felt better already. I didn't hear that because I wasn't listening, but, you know. So then 10 minutes later, we saw her running down the hill. That was a great story.
0: So just a couple of quick stories from last year's boot camp. Uh, again, out in uh, Lynn where we were uh, yesterday, we were out there last year. There was a group that we'd done treasure hunting. And uh, they felt that they, uh, they had some clues. We led to a guy uh, who had uh, knee pain. And they said to him, you know on the scale of zero to ten, uh, what's your pain? And he said about a four. And I said, well, do you mind if we pray for you? They had the training and they went for just, Do you mind if we pray for you? Pray for healing. Like, yeah, go for it. Prayed. How's he doing? He went, it's a bit better, down to about a two, I would say. And that was it. Now you go, but yeah, but Rob had like two healings and a whole restaurant listening to him preach the gospel. What about me? Well, I just wanted to share a real story. That's a real story. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> sorry. I'm really sorry. Forgive me. Sorry. That was not what I meant. Another real story is that for them, it was just a small pain reduction. But they were able to say, Jesus has touched your life today. And they're able to then carry on and have another conversation with he and his wife. And it was a wonderful moment. Now, it wasn't that he was wonderfully healed and all those kind of moments. But just in that instant, there was an opportunity for them to share faith. So today, as you pray for people, someone might go, nothing's changed. You go, as Paige has already helped you then understand, okay, it doesn't mean that God doesn't love you. God loves you so much. In fact, God loves you so much that he was willing to send his son his one and only son that you might know him. And it gets a bit serious again. It's all like, whoa, okay, you're straight into it. But again, you've got the miracle question. Another one we had, another story, I think it's the guys from Sunbury, uh, who again with us this year, uh, prayed for a guy uh, who uh, I think he was on crutches or bad leg or something or the other, and he kind of disappeared off. And then uh, 15, 20 minutes later, they bumped into him again. How's it doing? Yeah, all the pain that's gone is brilliant. Well done. Thank you very much for praying for me. Great stuff. No Jesus content. No God content. It was just a thank you very much. He was one of the nine. He didn't come back. He didn't want to know anything else about God, but he was just very grateful that his pain had been reduced as well. So there's lots of stories going to come out. Again, as the guys are saying, just be full of courage. Five seconds of courage. Remember that? We've been talking about that day one. Steph talked about it yesterday. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Is there any pain or hurt in your body? Is that simple? Is that straightforward? really encourage you. I think, I, I think in our summary earlier on, as we kind of looked and heard back from all the different coaches, virtually everyone, if not every single person yesterday took five seconds of courage to say, can I ask you a question? Sometimes the answer to that was no, sometimes it was yes, sometimes it led to prayer, sometimes it didn't, sometimes it led to people becoming Christians, sometimes it led to people being healed, sometimes it didn't. But every single one of you, as far as I know, had the courage enough to say, can I ask you a question? It's the same again today, that's all we're asking. Again, none of you can do anything, whether you are the most faith-filled, rampant healing evangelist there has ever been, or whether you're like me and just a bit scared, the reality is none of us can do anything in the way of healing. All we can say is, God, would you heal this person in Jesus' name, amen. Don't do an Adrian, you don't have to go, go! Because that's a bit weird as well. Especially if you're in a restaurant. Go! Just paint go in Jesus' name. And see what God might do. Jazz. Go, Jazz.
2: (laughs) It made me jump just a little bit. Okay. um, We're not going to send you out on your own. Um, We do this with the Holy Spirit. So what we're going to do now is we're going to pray for you to receive. It's not hyped up. There's no music playing. There's nothing going on. This is just solid time for you to give your attention to Jesus and receive from him. We don't want you to give out of your tiredness, of your lack of sleep, you know, of last night's hype. We want you to give out of the overflow, the generous overflow of what God gives you right now. So if you would just close your eyes, if you would put your hands out, and this is a discipline. It takes time to give your attention to Jesus. And I know that we're distracted by everything else that's going on right now, but I'm going to encourage you and challenge you to fix your eyes on Jesus. He's here and he wants to minister to you.